record and we are recording uh the time is oh <laughs> what are you doing that what? for did you do a big clap to like no no it... i closed I, I closed the um thing of the uh like little case for my right. uh earphones <laughs> That's a bit like, to mirror. <laughs> it made thought... like a big yeah yeah. You know like when they do like a uh, camera rolling and choom, take 15, <laughs> like one of them. I thought you'd done like to give us a spike, but I don't edit it because I just can't be tossed editing it. It takes too long. Um, so yeah. anyway, this is this is the headline news. It's now 12.26 as we're recording this on a Friday, the 15th of December. I texted you at 5 to 12. We had a meeting at 12. It is like dealing with a grandparent whose brain is diminishing and they have no idea of either the time or technology or anything. Um, it, me? Is that what you're you, saying that about me? It's taken half yeah. an hour to get you here. Three times the, the call's gone down. You don't know how to work the Wi-Fi. You've got a new phone. You don't know how to work the microphone. You've got some headphones and a microphone. They won't plug in because they're the wrong type. Yeah. And yeah. not only that, you had a meeting with a student... Um, yeah. And that was over only 10 minutes. I hope, was it a girl student or a boy student? It was a boy student. Right, you he needed was, he to was, just... He was, he was 20 minutes late attending it. Well, then... He turned up and like went, oh, uh, do I, uh, what time was I supposed to be here? It was like 20 minutes ago, but right. anyway, you're here now, so I'll sit Next time, and, like, crack on. get on your new phone, hand him over to me, and I'll tell him to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> because I've got to get to Lidl. It's Friday, which means I have to buy all the booze for the weekend. And I like to be there before uh, before one. So I can, you know, plan my plan my well, drinking. I know, I know. It's not it's not ideal. It's, it's rubbish. Uh, anyway. So um you've I'm got a new now. phone. Hopefully that'll yeah. last. Um Let's hope so, yeah. I hope your new phone there's wait a minute, there's a klaxon of a topical comedy alert coming. I hope your new phone hasn't deleted all the WhatsApp messages that we share. <laughs> I like that. I think it has, you know. I have the exact same setting that senior members of the government have where I don't back anything up and um, basically, which is why whenever I get a new phone, it's chaos for me because I've, I've got to start everything, start everything again. Today has been proper stressful because of my new phone. <laughs> like, right, it's so annoying. Yeah, yeah. I think you. It's like I can't get on the Wi-Fi. I can't. I can't authenticate who I am. You know what I mean? It's just annoying. You'd be better, anyway. and it would totally suit your ecological hipster uh, lifestyle if you just had like carrier pigeons. That's how you should. Yeah, I think I think you're right there. To be honest with you, I would I would absolutely be. Um, yeah, just but then they'd probably like knowing me though. They'd, like they'd be like just flying around and shitting all over my office, and I'd be like, "Oh no, the You'd pigeons are running amok." You'd love you know that. I mean? That'd be like some sort of like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. You could add it to your yeah, chaos, chaos theory of life. Yeah, um, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Stop shuffling your papers because everyone can hear them. So, all oh, right. Sorry. Um. So these are the two things that I predict we're going to do today. Neither of which I'm looking forward to. Um. Sadly, someone that was held on one of the barges, um, I don't think any details have come out yet, has died. So someone that was, uh, I don't know what 
what they're detained for on those sort of floating prisons. I don't know if it's people who are legitimate asylum seekers or the people who haven't been processed or the people who have been processed and found to be not legitimate asylum seekers. So they've sent them, they're waiting to send them back or something. They're, well, they're, they're, they're asylum seekers, aren't they? So they're people that haven't oh, yet right. had their claim for asylum considered. So they are de facto asylum seekers. Yes. Um, you know, not refugees at this point because, nope. you know, they've not they've not had that confirmed. But, um, yeah, they're still the asylum seekers. Yeah. Yes. And if you don't know what we're talking about, check any of the nine million episodes we've done on this because it's your favourite <laughs> topic. So that's topic possibility. Well, I was disappointed when you used the word illegitimate asylum seekers. Oh, like, do you know what? nothing from the 4,000 episodes you we've were, done about this. You were so damn lucky that I didn't say what I really feel and what any honest-to-goodness... <laughs> blue-blooded Brit or red-blooded, I don't even know. Uh, to be honest, there's two girls... Red, white and blue-blooded. Yeah, <laughs> there's two girls walking up the street and they're clearly going to do those, you know, when they knock on the door and say, do you want to do this and do you want to do that? For like, oh, there's three of them. Um, we've had British Heart Foundation and NSPCC and one other that I can't... Shelter in... Honestly, in about a week, and I already do NSPCC. Um, right, okay. And I was like that, and they, they said, "Oh, well, do you want to talk to it about maybe you can increase thing?" I was like, "Do you know what? Maybe I'll actually just stop it." How's that? Do one, absolutely do one. Imagine that coming to you and say, "I already do NSPCC." And they go, well, "Can you give us a bit more? Can you? Can well, you the, absolutely swivel you up? Yeah, yeah. They find you up to ask for more money. They yeah. always want more. Everybody, you know, they do. Everybody wants more." I was. Um, are you a member exactly. of the RSPB? I am a member of the RSPB. Of course, I am. See if you can guess which organisations I'm a member of. RSPB so is one. Yeah, Amnesty yeah. Twatty International. That's, I'm not actually. That's right no. up your boat. Um, yeah. Is there something for I don't know? Uh, retired victorian organ grinders or something and that kind of nonsense there'll be something is there a <laughs> is there a lawyer's benevolent fund is there one of them a lawyer's benevolent fund uh no uh, no the brother might be there's um crisis there's like, there's shelter crisis shelter no and all of these these are all i mean these are the things that i give money to like at christmas once a year i always give money to like sense for example sense They're about you know that they support deaf blind children. I just think, imagine being deaf and blind. That must be awful, you know. So yes. Um, although you know, don't have to listen to this. I don't support this. Nobody does anyway. So makes no difference. So yeah, um, who else do you give to then? We do NSPCC and another, and I can't remember who the other one is. Friends of the Earth. I give to. Ugh. Friends of the Earth. There is. No... I'm a mem- I'm, so, but I'm, but I'm a member of the RSPB. I'm a member yes. of the Royal Horticultural Society as well. Oh, of course, yes. I quite like those. I wanted to do um, RSPB because I assumed it'd be like, I don't know, you just pay a one-off fee of like ten or twenty quid. What they're going to do? But it was something like twenty quid a month. And I was like, well, I'll just. Yeah. Do you know what I'll do? I'll just feed the birds in my garden and just look at them. And I don't need it to be official. I just like birds and and broadly support them. <laughs> yeah. with, by you know, without without having to have a pen that says so. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, you get free. You get free access to the free entry to the RSPB reserves, though. Yes, and it's only a five or a year as well, so it's pretty good value. It's not five or a year. It's like fifteen quid a month, twenty quid a month to join the RSPB. What to be a member of the RSPB? Yeah, no, it's it really dear. 
unless this was because I went to one of these farmers markets, you know, like craft market thing, and it was in Heaton Summer, Heaton Moor, which is like a it's a bit like a mini Didsbury of Stockport. And everybody's there like right. selling chili sauces and like onion barges, even though it was like nine thirty in the morning. But I had I did have an onion barge and it was very nice. And then pies that cost like six quid for one pie. And you go, have you got yeah, any cheese yeah. and onion? And they go, Oh, we've got broccoli, cheese and uh sriracha. And I'm like, Oh, it's not cheese and onion, is it? I just have that oh god, they are they coming <laughs> up and down the street. I don't know what they I don't know what they I don't know what they're after, but I'm not answering the door anyway. I'll just money. I'll behind money them. is what they're after. They are. I can, it's, honestly, it's the three in a week we've had. This will be four in just over a week. I can hide behind the Christmas tree. So I'm, I'm ducking down. Right. So that's one possibility. Um, the asylum dude, uh, the asylum yeah. man that died. Uh, and no, another, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. And so then is it? Um, is it Dishy Rishy? Do you remember when he was Superman and he saved the economy single-handedly? Yeah, and yeah, with now, his in, dirty wagamama money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in retrospect, it appears he caused like a massive crash, which would explain... I always knew that that's what was happening. Who yeah, yeah. would have thought that? That's the fact why I'm sat here shivering as we record this because I've had the eating them for like <laughs> three hours and I'm like, oh no, that's 40 quid already today on eating. Um, yeah, yeah. So well, I've, is it, we've, I've saved a load of money in heating over the last sort of couple of weeks by going last to month work. because by A going to work and B um having arranging for our boiler to break. So oh. I've got we had we've had no hot water or heating for a week and then we only had intermittent for about a fortnight beforehand. So you know when it was really, yeah. really cold, yeah. we had no heating. Freezing. Um, what a nightmare it was. It was a real cold snap. I'm surprised you have heating, conventional heating and a boiler anyway. And even hot yeah. water, I'd imagine that's not just doesn't feel very well, I, I, like I need you. it to sort of like yeah well, well you know to sort of like power all my steam steam exactly. powered devices don't yeah, I? yeah it feels you know, like so. you should live in a Wallace and Gromit style house like a Heath Robinson house where yeah. I don't know this <laughs> like if if some pandas get saved then maybe some refugee on a cycle can pedal as part of a cooperative and make your house power uh, oh, it's gone off. Right, there we go. Anyway, right, so what are we doing then? Are we doing that? Are we doing Sunak and Boris Johnson losing all the WhatsApps? No, no, not even Ooh. doing that. Um, it's okay. boring, that, isn't it? It's, it's always like, boring. I mean, yeah, it's boring. They just lie all the time. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, I've, I've got a new phone. And <laughs> so I get that you that you might lose WhatsApps when you when you get, you know, you transfer from one phone to the other. But I'm not in government, am I? You know what I mean? You so I don't have to make sure that you it's there. Absolutely you know, Tory. So. Yeah, it's it's like I'm I'm, sure, I'm fairly certain that there must be a rule under the Freedom of Information Act about not you know putting things so that they deliberately get lost, which is what they've done. You know, yeah. so YouTube. Um, anyway, um, sorry, WhatsApp is it's encrypted, isn't it? And I think part of the uh, deal with WhatsApp that if you use it, is it won't ever really go off. They won't ever like give you what you've said to people. Is that not right? Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's... Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think there's a big issue with um, lots of these tech companies being American as well. Mm. You know, so it's like the, the cross-jurisdictional thing of getting them to do anything is a pain, you know. Yeah. I remember once having to try and find out information about passengers that had been on a flight, and it was like a Ryanair flight, who were based, obviously incorporated in, in the Republic of Ireland, and are not very sort of helpful. And they just wouldn't let us 
Good. He said, no, like, we're, Good. Not, we're not going to give you any information. Good, well done so, to Ryanair. Yeah. I like them even more now. Morgan Stanley wouldn't give um, the Inland Revenue when I got investigated for my tax. Morgan Stanley phoned me and went, uh, we've got the Inland Revenue um, on hold. They're after all your details of your credit cards and stuff. And I was like, that, all right. Uh, and I said, well, I suppose you'll have to give it to him. He said, well, not necessarily because we're registered in America. So it's entirely up to you. So we will ask you now and whatever you say, we will just act on your behalf and they don't need to know that you've said no. And I was like, absolutely not. Don't let them anywhere near it. They were like, okay, great. <laughs> and, um, and literally just by going no, uh, the revenue couldn't, couldn't check that credit card. I was like, God, I wish I could bank in America and do everything in America. And really fiddle then <laughs> as it was I, I was uh, I was perfectly innocent and I was exonerated of all wrongdoing <laughs> also, <Perfect>. I, exactly <laughs> you know I think it, like, it's it's nice, nice when these big American banks go, go to bat for you isn't for it for the you know small I mean? guy nice. honestly yeah, it's yeah. anybody that would have to like search through my financial records firstly it wouldn't take them long because there's not much of it but the only thing I ever buy is like, I don't know, beer at Lidl or something. That's that's it. Um, oh, by yeah. the way, if you are if you're a listener and you've got a Nectar card, Hobgoblin Session IPA is three pounds seventy five with a Nectar card for four cans at Sainsbury's. Uh-huh. If you get nothing else from this episode, and I bet you do get nothing else from this episode, it's really nice. It's not very strong. It's less than four percent, but it's gorgeous. Three pounds seventy-five for yeah. four cans. That's my top That's tip. That's pretty good. Also, Tesco have yeah. got Jim Beam um, at fifteen quid and Bush Mills at nineteen quid. Both excellent mm. whiskies, bourbon and whiskey, Irish. Yeah. Uh, those are some Christmas presents I've bought this week for, for, you, for yourself. <laughs> well, one of them. Oh. One of those didn't <laughs> make it to the wrapping stage, so I'll have to go out and buy another <laughs> bottle of Bush Mills. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those are my t- those are my tips for Christmas. Right, what's what we doing then? What's our subject? Right, I, w- I want to talk about it. We're going to go old school and let's talk about the criminal law. Right, finally, I want to talk about the difference between automatism and insanity. Right, okay. okay. Can you That's say insanity anymore? Are you allowed to say you, it because it's a legal? You term? are. As a legal, it's a legal term. term, exactly. It's not a medical term, is it? It's a legal no. term. So you'll you'll never be. Um, diagnosed as insane by a doctor, but you you may well be found to be insane by a court. So awesome, yeah. love it. I thought as I was as I said the word prostitute, uh, and got in massive trouble for it about five years ago. Massive trouble. Um, I thought yeah. I was using the preferred term, the best term, and uh, apparently yeah. it was. It's not. Are you supposed to say sex what was, worker? What, what should it have been? Sex, sex worker. worker. But that feels like a coverall. That feels like a. Is this is, is this when you got in trouble? Oh, was, one, was it not? Yeah. Was it not? Was it not because, not because of your incorrect sort of like terminology, but the fact that you just referred to a random woman as a prostitute? Was that uh, what the issue was? Two, <laughs> two women as prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, but it was like it's yeah a, a night build. The most savage and brutal night of comedy in the UK. That's what it was. It was kind of supposedly yeah, yeah, yeah. no holds barred, anything goes kind of a an affair. But apparently right, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't. But yeah. comedy on un- comedy unbuckled. It was comedy called. unleashed. 
<laughs> oh my god all my trousers are now unleashed i can barely fit into anything i can add with fasten the top <laughs> button on anything i own <laughs> um right so come on then automatism um is it these yeah, are so defenses what, what, aren't they these are defenses to murder uh, or just yes. general defenses so, so just well, yeah. So in relation, so we're going to talk about in, in relation, which general defence is about whether or not you can effectively form the mens rea. You know, so yes. Um, basically, automatism is where you're not in control of your actions. Well, they're both about not being in control of your actions, but for sort of opposite reasons, if that makes sense. Um, it doesn't help that sometimes automatism is referred to as insane and non-insane automatism. <laughs> it's quite confusing. Um, but so I'm, I, I prefer to sort of refer to them as insanity and automatism, therefore, because they're two entirely different words, and therefore you know they're different. You know yes. what you're talking about in relation to each one. Yes. So if you, what can you remember? What what do you know about these? Like, oh think back, God, think I back cannot remember. This is what I can vaguely remember about if you're relying on automatism as a defence. I think um, you were acting and you weren't in control of yourself, whether you had been drugged, whether you'd taken a bad reaction to some prescription medication, whether I think if you'd, I think there's a really famous case, isn't there, where um, some orderlies in a hospital drink uh, a bottle of rum and pin down yes. someone. Yes, crown and quick. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's one of the best. Well, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that so I can remember bits about that. That's one of my favourite ever cases. Um, and insanity uh, is as a defence. Is like you were acting uh, just temporarily. You lost control of your wits. So, for instance, uh, imagine you come home and you see your husband having sex with a, a, a prostitute, which I believe is the proper term, yeah. or two prostitutes, and you uh, fly into a rage and you stab uh, your husband and the prostitutes and then 10 minutes after you're like, oh my God, I didn't, what have I done? I did I do that? I don't even remember doing it. That's that's temporary insanity. Um, yeah. That's kind of what all I can remember really. It's 30 years ago nearly, 25 years ago since Yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah, so it's, they're both about a, a loss of sort of control almost. Yeah. Um, but, but there, there is sort of differences. So, um, so yeah, so automatism is uh, the, the test would be that there's a complete loss of voluntary control on behalf of the defendant. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be caused by an external factor. Okay. That's this is the key point we're going to talk about. External the difference between the two factor is an external factor or an internal factor. Um, so it's automatism is where you've had a complete loss of, of voluntary control caused by an external factor and that you can't be at fault for causing that condition. You know yes. what I mean? So you can't recklessly or deliberately put yourself into that sort of state. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, so you can't take um, drugs, you can't have a load of cocaine deliberately, stab someone and go, oh, I don't have a load of cocaine. All the same no, without exactly. Yeah, because because there's there's an overlap there between that and also intoxication, which is you know which is another defence sometimes um, against specific um, intent uh, offences. So if if you can sort of show that you um, weren't able to form the the intent for a certain you know for say a section eighteen um, GBH offence where you have to have the specific intent to have you know caused serious harm. Um, if you can sort of say, well, the reason I did that, I was I was so drunk, I wasn't even aware of what I was doing. You might be able to rely on intoxication as um, as a defence. Do you know um, what that. case it, it, this comes up in? The Crown and Majewski. Yeah. Am I right? 
It does come up in the I remember. Yeah, well done. I yeah. remember a Polish dude um, who goes in a pub and leathers someone, I think, yeah. he's drunk in a pub. He gets refused service and he leathers them. Um, pretty yeah. sure that's what happens. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, but, but it's like, if you, but just being drunk doesn't give you a defense to do whatever you want. Otherwise, lots of people would get away with lots of things. <laughs> because obviously, most violent offenses in this country are committed by people that are drunk. You know yep. what I mean? So um, yep. it's, uh, it's just so, if you are able to form the intention, the fact that you are drunk doesn't mean that you get off with it. It's like a drunken intent is still intent. Even if you wouldn't have done that sort of thing sober, that's not the defense. The defense is that you literally lacked the capacity because of intoxication yes. to have formed the intention, you know what I mean? So, and when um, I was in, anyway, that's not when what... I, sorry, when I was in Canada, there was such a... Because weed's legal in Canada, so you'd go in like an open mic at a coffee shop and everybody was pretty baked, everybody was off, just really mellow and the, the atmosphere was lovely. And then in pubs, people... Well, the waitress in the in the pub who came over to take our drinks and then about five minutes later we called her back and said can we have some more drinks and she like she looked and she went oh my god oh my god really like that and then one of the people with us went they're english and she went oh okay like that because it's like nobody ever drinks more than like two drinks a full night because everyone's just lovely stoned and we were there just like drinking like English people, but the atmosphere <laughs> in all these places was so lovely and pleasant, and everyone just kind of was listening to music and playing pool and just chatting quietly. And just it was so pleasant and nice. There was not any hint of hostility whatsoever. So why are we not legalizing? I think I think Ireland are having a big discussion at the minute about legalizing cannabis. Um. That's, right, okay. that's currently happening because they've they've done a report into the economic pros of doing it and they're ridiculous. It's like too good to be ignored. And also that bit, I mean, Dublin is great as it is. Can you imagine Dublin if you were legally just allowed to smoke? Just have a pint of Guinness, then go outside and have a joint and then go back in and have another pint of Guinness. Oh my God. And they sell chocolate in all the bars. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um <laughs> Well, it'd be good. It'd be good for like marketing for Guinness, wouldn't it? As well, you know, like my granddad used to say, "There's a there's a sandwich in every pint of of, of stouts." You know what I mean? So, you know, like if, if you, you what yes, does that you mean? Could, like, a sandwich, like that, ba- that much iron as, in as it. As in, like it's the it's the equivalent of you know, basically sort of suggesting why you didn't need to eat. You could just yes. drink Guinness instead of eating. You definitely, you know, because it's because it's full of nutrients. It is. The you argument, don't need you know, to eat so. at all. They used to give pregnant women um, a bottle of Guinness. They say have half half a Guinness every night. Um, yeah, like, like, like my grandmas, loads of grandmas did that right up in through the eighties and nineties. They'd have a, you have, do you want a drink? No, do, what, do you want a bit of Guinness? Oh, I'll well, just have half a Guinness, just to like for the nutrients. Guinness is good for you. That's what they used to say. Guinness is good for you. That's what it. That's what the advertising used to say, didn't it? Um, yes. Yeah. Sorry, I've yeah. sidetracked so, us uh, again. Sorry. That's yeah, my you fault. have absolutely done that. But let's but, be honest. Um, how nice an image would it be? A pint of Guinness, a Snickers, and a big fat joint. And <laughs> lovely girls so speaking like in Irish. Fu- fusion, fusion cuisine, almost. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, that's so. all. Yeah. Sorry. So sorry. <laughs> right. So anyway, so anyway, so automatism is that. So the key point we remember is that autom- automatism is caused by an external factor. Okay. Yes. Um, and that's that's the main thing um, to consider. Whereas, like insanity 
Can you remember where the rules for insanity come from? What are they called? Um, it has to be an internal factor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the What are the rules called? What rules do we refer it's to? It's not the McNaughton's, is it? It is the McNaughton's. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. The, the infamous yeah. McNaughton's are back. <laughs> yes. Are they yeah. still so a thing, the, the McNaughton's? They can, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, they, we still have the same rules you know from the 19th century basically yeah. so yeah when medical science wasn't what it was and that's why it's still called insanity you know it's it's a bit daft really um and obviously so so what the mcnaughton rules tell us is that basically the defendant has to be suffering from a disease of the mind yes. that's what i mean by I an internal facet yes now remember there's a difference between mind and brain yes. in relation to this so sometimes there's a you know, there's a, there's a lack of understanding. I think that by disease of the mind, we instinctively think mental illness, but it's not necessarily mental illness um, that can be cause you to be insane. Um, yeah. So, uh, so it's got a, a disease of the mind that caused a defect of reason, um, and that then caused a lack of responsibility. But either because the defendant didn't know the nature or quality of the act, or didn't know that it was wrong. Okay, so that there's a few hoops to jump through there. But you can see it's effectively the same thing. It's, a, it's you are not in control of your actions. Um, for whatever you know, for one reason or another, um, but that reason has to be an internal factor, a disease of the mind, and th and that's the difference between between uh, automatism and insanity. Now, what I want to talk about are, this, are, are sort of diabetes cases. Okay, Ooh, nice. so so uh, this is where this dis distinction um, is, is is best borne out. So there's a couple of cases: there's the Cronin Quick and there's the Cronin Hennessy, um, and they're both people who were diabetic so this disease of the mind like i say it doesn't have to be a mental illness diabetes isn't a mental illness but because of how it affects you it can affect your sort of reasoning and your ability to be in control of your actions mm. so it was nominally a disease of the mind for the purposes of the mcnaughton rules um so so think back to quick you, you're always telling us about that crown and quick some dude yeah. do you want the facts that i can remember yeah so yeah He's, I'm pretty sure it's a. I'm sure the the victim is a quadriplegic um, yes, man in a nursing home, and yeah. uh, there's two at a, me, at, a, at a mental hospital. At a word, mental hospital is it in the yeah. 1970s? 1973. Yes, and uh, one of the orderlies, um, one of the orderlies is changing. The, there's a changeover of shift, isn't there? And I think he's he has to be restrained. This this man somehow, and is he not? Does he not want the television turned over or something? And the new dude coming in, or the one, the either the one going off his shift or coming on to his shift, leathered. He's drunk a load of rum. Um, he's got diabetes. It's really affected him, and he's absolutely filled yeah. in this poor quadriplegic. And like sat on him and everything, and the other ones helped. They've beaten him up. And, yeah. Um, and well, then do, do, do you want to do you want to know do you want to know the injuries that he got the the patient? Yeah. yeah. So so he was um, yeah he was paraplegic. So th this is the word for it. One Par green, a paraplegic spastic patient <laughs> unable to walk. Oh God, what's it called? Green. <laughs> one green. He's called green. one green. Yes. Well, green. Like, not so yes. one as in like no, so this guy Spanish. called green. No, Someone but they say he's one green. One green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, Quick was on duty. Patterson had gone off duty at 2 p.m. So, these are the two co-defendants, yes. but Quick was the one who did it. Um, yeah. And he basically, Patterson had gone off duty at 2 p.m., but was still present in the ward. Half an hour later, Green had sustained two black eyes, a fractured <laughs> nose, a split lip, 
<laughs> which required three stitches and bruising of his arm and shoulders. There was undisputed medical evidence that these injuries could not have been self-inflicted. <laughs> so, basically, Quick's beating him up, yeah. Quick's beating him up and just Paddison egg him on and going, go on, he yeah, just yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, ter- it's, ter- it's terrible. So, anyway, so, so that's, it's so terrible, but it's not. It's hilarious. In yeah. a way, as well. So, it's so, so bad the that it's comical, isn't it? It's like cartoon violence. Yes, it's 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 ludicrous. It sort of like gets worse, you know, like as as it goes through. You know, he's a nerd, so like there's this, you know, breach of a position of trust and all that sort of stuff involved it's the, in it as well. The, the so victim's it's a bad, such it's a a bad bit of offending. Victim. He's yeah, the, yeah, exactly. the, pers- the aggressor's pissed. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing, isn't it? So he's he's diabetic and he's taken insulin, but not eaten with it, and right. also drunk rum, <laughs> you know. And so so the findings were that. Also, had he just taken like a lump of sugar at, at, at one point, he would have um, been able to, you know, st- save himself from falling into this um, hypoglycemic state, which is what it was, and, th- and that was the main issue. So, um, so basically, what, what what's happened is that he was in this sort of like almost sort of like trance-like state, wasn't he, while he's doing this mm. a- 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 assault, um, and you know, and his eyes are glazed, and he's clearly not sort of responding to sort of general you know, conversation. And then, and it was like, just prior to him, effectively slipping into a, a hypoglycemic um, uh, uh, coma, in essence, um, which had happened to him before as well, I think we're quick. You know yes. I mean? It's like, yeah, it wasn't his first rodeo, you know, so. Um, <laughs> Rodeo's so quite of, a good, like, yeah, yeah. metaphor <laughs> as he's like kneeling on the chest of that dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so this is, so this is about hypoglycemia, where there's not enough blood sugar. So effectively, what he's done is he's taken that he's taken his insulin, not done it properly. That's caused his blood sugar to drop, and he's put himself in this position. Now he tried to argue quick that he was in an automatic state, that he was, you know, that this was like automatism, hmm. um, and the judge ruled that it couldn't be automatism uh, because. Um, it was, you know, it was, it was not a disease of them. It was not a disease of, no, sorry, it was not an external factor that basically this was his diabetes. So therefore he had to plead insanity if he wanted to plead anything, rely on anything. Yeah. Um, and Quick decided he didn't want to do that because obviously the you know, the consequences of being found to be insane um, are possibly worse than, than being convicted, you know, because you get a big fat, insane stamp on your cv yes. for the rest of your life Homer. um yes yeah yeah exactly and that's worse than being a, a often worse than being a, a a sort of like former um convict you know yeah. so 50 years um, ago exactly actually so that's 50 even in those days yeah. only 50 years ago yeah. you're not working yeah. again are you and you might get sent to an institution yeah exactly exactly um, and so you, what happens is that is you get if, if you're insane, you, you don't get acquitted. You're found not guilty by way of insanity, which is like a special verdict. Mm. And it might be that if you're if it's not like a mental health issue, like you know, if you're not if you're a paranoid schizophrenic, the chances are you will have to go into, you know, a, a, some sort of institution to get treatment until you're deemed to no longer be at risk. Um, if it's diabetes, then that's not likely to be the case. So, it's, uh, you, you know, there's not the same risk of like, spending the rest of your life rotting away in an asylum, you know, like, which is what, yeah. you know, the issue can be. But you still have, you know, the consequence of being classed to be insane and that's going to be difficult, you know, that's going to be bad on your CV, isn't it? So, yeah. um, so, so, so that's the issue. Whereas if you are, an, if you're found to be suffering from automatism, then you get a complete acquittal, you know. So it's a much 
it's a huge, hugely different set of outcomes, you know, mm. pair of outcomes. One is one is I walk away completely scot-free, you know, no tarnish, no, you know, no tainting of your character and all that sort of stuff. And the other um, is, 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 you know, insanity put on your record for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, again, that's, that's a bit of a, that's, you know, that, that's, you know, polar opposites almost in terms of outcomes. And yeah, if you look at, you know, so there's some other cases like, like Hennessy, um, in which um, that was a hyperglycemic episode by a failure to take insulin, okay? Um, now, what that meant was that basically his blood sugar was too high, he hadn't taken his medicine, and the finding there was that, well, um, that is caused by a, an internal factor yeah. um, because it's actually the, the effects of his, um, of his diabetes, so therefore that should be insanity because what happened in quick was the original judge said you can't rely on um, the, the the defensive automatism because it's uh, it should be um, just insanity. So he changed his plea to guilty, then appealed. And what happened in, in the hearing was that the the court of appeal found that actually he should have been allowed to put automatism before the um, before the jury as a defence uh, because actually it wasn't his diabetes that caused him to behave like this. It was the impact, the influence of the of the insulin, you know, yeah, um, and therefore it was an external factor. Therefore, it's potentially automatism, not um, and not uh, and, and not insanity. Um, and because he did, because the judge ruled that the jury couldn't hear this defence, um, his conviction was quashed, and he was found to, you know, because it was found to be unsafe. Even though the court actually said that, well, you know, he would have struggled to be able to make this out because one of the things about automatism, as we said previously, is that you can't put yourself in this position. You know, you can't be like this, what they call prior fault. You know what I mean? Mm. So actually, in Quick's case, he's taken the, you know, he's taken the insulin incorrectly uh, and got drunk to make things worse. So actually, he probably wouldn't have been able to, you know, he would have failed in his in his plea, you know, if he tried to introduce um, automatism, then it would have been quite easy for the for the prosecution to prove that it shouldn't be relied on because of you know all the circumstances surrounding it. Um, but uh, but you know it was it, nevertheless he, his conviction was quashed because he wasn't allowed to put that mm. before the before the jury. So um, and this is the thing is like so the, the the difference between the internal and external factor. Um, like is it, is not really there because like there's quite a bit of overlap. So you know we're told that this is an internal uh, cause, um, which is you know if you don't take your insulin, but that you know the failure to take insulin is sort of an external issue as well to some degree. You know what I mean? You can sort of see that there's yeah. there's some sort of behaviour on your parts that that's external that's that sees you know that, that's not caused this. Whereas from the you know in the hypoglycemic element of it is that you know the fact that you've taken insulin you're only taking insulin because you're diabetic you know so there is the, you know there's also this internal factor as well but you know it, it doesn't for, to my mind it doesn't sort of separate neatly the two you know like the, the, there's not there's not the distinction between them is, is drawn in law that doesn't really apply in 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 reality if that makes sense yeah this uh, this is always an exam question isn't it McNaughton's always an exam yeah, questioning yeah. crime. Did they, did they still do exams or is it all coursework now? Um, they do some exams and they do coursework. They do lots of different types of right. assessments, basically. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's quite interesting, actually, all the different assessments that we do. I, I went to uni back in the day still when, as you, like, like, like you did, 
where effectively you could do nothing all year and then yeah. just cram for a month yes. at the end and do your exams. That's Whereas now did. you're being constantly assessed, you know what I mean, in, in, in different ways to make it fairer. You know, because I was quite good at exams because I had a good memory. Um, whereas, you know, other people weren't as good at them because they weren't good no. at controlling the stress of exams or whatever. Yeah, and they've um, been good all so, year as well. Yeah, exactly. They've been consistently good, but then, you know, because they've been good all year, almost bizarrely put themselves in a bit of a sort of, you know, a position where they had something to lose almost, I guess. Yeah, well, um, also, whereas you know if you... so much. Like, whereas if you're just cramming, you just go, right, what am I revising? Right, I'm doing Matt Norton. I'll probably do offences against the person. I'll do an outside chance of something like arson and theft. Those are the th two of those will definitely come up. The other one I'll wing. And that's and whereas if you know everything, you're like, oh my god, you you just um, you're more likely to get confused. I think. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I never exactly. knew everything. I never, yeah. never knew anything really. Um, yeah. But it's like, yeah, but I mean, there's a good. So this comes up all the time. There's, there's a good, um, there's a good line. So the, the, there's a, uh, uh, a law commission discussion paper on the difference, you know, on the, on the issues between this, um, you know, that this sort of internal external sort of distinction, and how illogical it is when it comes to things like the diabetes cases, where mm. you know you've got two people commit the same sort of acts, both got the same illness both in the same sort of mental state but because one's you know there's a point here it's like if insulin's injected then it's classed as being sane automatism you know because mm. it's an, this external factor but it would be insanity if the insulin if there's an excess of insulin that comes from what they call in insulinoma of the pancreas so where, where the body creates too much insulin you know what i mean uh, and that would be an internal sort of cause and that would therefore be sort of insanity um despite the fact you've been in exactly the same state because of too much insulin it's the same issue you know um and therefore it's a largely a meaningless distinction between sane and insane automatism in those sort of circumstances and so the argument is that what the law commission paper suggests is that we should actually abandon this and create a new defense um that you know takes into account that effectively you know if it's like a loss of control due to no fault of your own if that makes yes. sense you know that's the real issue you know so you know if, if your insulin if you take insulin correctly, you know, and, and yet you still have this like reaction to it, um, then that would be fine. But if you take insulin incorrectly, you know, that then that the fact that you haven't, you know, you, you know, that the fault should be in, in, in your, you know, not, you know, not eating and, and, and also getting drunk, you know, that should be the issue, not whether yeah. or not the excess insulins come from ex an external factor or an internal factor, you know. If you've got too much insulin in your system and you sense that that's what's going on and you know how to deal with that, you know, like you've, you've been told by your doctor to take sugar or whatever, then that should be the issue, your actual blameworthiness rather than, you know, the fact that you've got this sort of, you know, the, the, this illness and it's whether or not it's because of the medication that you're taking with it. You know, it's, it does seem to me to be like a wholly sort of like false distinction and yet the the outcomes for people you know at either end of it uh, like i said are hugely different and it just yeah it just seems to be um uh, quite unfair you know and, and that's what, not what not, that's what the law shouldn't be you know what a great word blameworthiness is <laughs> yeah it is isn't it really fit that's what we're, that's what we're looking at though isn't it in criminal law it's about how blameworthy is someone's yeah. behavior you know we, we talk about you know, like when we talk about causation and like breaking the chain of causation and things like that, you know, it's like the you know doctors, for example, you know, they can break the chain of causation if the medical intervention is what causes the death. You know, like if it's really bad. Yeah. 
But ultimately, you know, I always say this to the students is that on a policy basis, like the court are ne aren't going to want to find that a doctor has caused this death when someone's, you know, been stabbed or whatever, because actually the blameworthiness of the of the, Original of the defendant answer, yeah. is what is is what needs to be punished. And so, you know, even if so, like, you know, the, the medical treatment has got to be so bad that it, 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 you know, that someone's not actually died of the knife wound. You know, it's got to be where someone's almost like recovered and then they get injected with some drug that they're actually allergic to, you know, like that sort of thing. Mm. Um, but ultimately, it's about blameworthiness and, and unless, you know, and, 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 you know, ensuring that blameworthiness is, um, you know, is acknowledged within the decision making of, of the court. So, yeah, I do like the word blameworthiness because I think Brilliant. it depends a lot of the actual policy decisions of, uh, of the criminal law. Right, here's one last thing. I've saved that, so uh, that's saved as December 15th, number two. So yeah. uh, this might go on or it might not. Do you um, still... Who sets your exam papers? Do you set your own? Like when I was at university, the professors or whatever they were, the lecturers wrote their own papers. And yeah. you... Uh, it's not like when you do an A level and uh, an examining board will set, you know, London examining board will set this one, Northwest examining board, Midlands examining board. So you you might do French and it might be a Midlands exam, or you might do English and it might be a Northern exam. Um, so is it an examining board or is it you? So it's it's me it's me like well what you know the the whoever is the unit leader um would set the assessment basically yeah so what it is is like, is like you have to look at what are the learning outcomes that need to be achieved from this unit and how they sit within the sort of course in general yeah um and so so you set the learning outcomes and then you set the um assessment to ensure that those learning outcomes can be tested if that makes sense yeah so you know if it, if it's like the learning outcomes will be that you understand how the law of X, Y, or Z applies, then it might be that you can set, in order to test that learning outcome, you might set a problem question so that you can actually apply the law rather than just regurgitate yeah. cases and stuff like that. You this know? feels so, like yeah, so a it's... good area, doesn't it, of a question, diabetes. Feels like if, oh, I, definitely, yeah. if yeah. I was you, I feel like I'd be like, oh, memory bank this one, come June, they can uh, they can just make up some problem about it. What you you are defending, uh, Sam, a diabetic who works in a hospital. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah, stuff. yeah. It's, there's a thing now about what they call like authentic um, mm. assessment. So it's about trying to assess in a way that reflects real life. So that might be like in law, that might be taking it beyond the standard problem question exam type scenario, and, and literally giving them right. You, yeah, this is a case that you're doing. This is your defendant. The, here are some. Here's the papers that you've got write a defense you know write a yeah. skeleton argument in in his defense and that would force them to that would make the students would have to effectively engage with the law in a way that's probably more meaningful and more reflective of what they'll do in practice yeah um but I also like test their yeah. understanding yeah we sometimes had versions of that um and it was good but then sometimes they take you so far out of it like there was one um and i think it was hook said this and Peter said this, and Wendy did this, and Smee, yeah. I think, was another one. I think he's like the other pirate. And I was like, oh, this is so absurd. And we, we were talking about <laughs> some sort of, I think it was a tort, possibly, or it was maybe it was in crime. And I was like, it's just took me so far out of the possible, we're in Peter Panland, that 
Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. So, it just felt really nonsense. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, the only way that would work is if is if it was some sort of like consumer credit question, wasn't it? And it was like never on the the never on never, the land never, or never land. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or it's so. like a Michael Jackson <laughs> sort of yeah, none, yeah. It, none of that works, does it? None of that works. No, no, like those those sort of like you know the the names that the, the, the that we oh. put in, they're always. Clearly, just done for your own entertainment. Aren't they, they are, aren't they? I but think. I think as well, they, yeah. it just—it was like, oh, this is like, it's you know, we should be going. Oh, great, you're trying to be frivolous and you're something, but it just felt so stupid that it took me right out of it. I remember writing one, and it was because it was going about Hook and I think Smee is the name of the other pirate, and Peter. Smee is Whitney. the other pirate, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, oh, this is like, why would Smee who. Bob yeah. Hoskins played Smee in right. Hook, didn't he? But why yeah. the hell would they possibly be, you know, all yeah. committing well, a, yeah. a, a crime that suddenly turns into murder <laughs> yeah. or manslaughter? And one yeah, of them's yeah. only the well, getaway driver, but does he, yeah, yeah. he you know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure... Why, he, why, why have you got Hook driving the car? That <laughs> it makes, makes no, no sense, sense. You know? unless it's an automatic. <laughs> it makes yeah. no sense. Who steals an automatic to go on a bank job? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> And why are Peter and Wendy working with Hook and Smee? None of yeah, it yeah. just... Why, why have they not just flown away? Exactly, that would have made much more exactly. sense. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right, let's leave it there. That was excellent. And your new phone, yeah, let's hope it's that. worked well. Yes, let's, let's find out, yeah. <laughs> and this is what the podcast should be, isn't it? Like, about really. This should be yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, it's a bit of the law. Like, that's important. Yeah. Exactly, and it, here's here's some interesting things about the law that you might not have considered. You know, yes. that's the thing, isn't it? So. And diabetics as well. If you if yeah. you have diabetes, I'm sure you would possibly now be thinking. So wait, if I was to commit a murder and I made sure I injected myself beforehand, I could rely on automatism as a defence rather than insanity. Yeah, maybe more likely exactly. to get away with it. Imagine that. Some something to consider with Christmas coming up. Isn't it? <laughs> you know, gets, so, yeah. gets out a buy-in yeah. present. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I honestly family members round doing your head in. Oh. You know, plenty of booze about. You know, isn't it sugar? Is oh, it yeah. terrible? I wonder if it's if it, I wonder if Eid is like this for Muslims or Eid's wonderful, and I wonder if Diwali is like this for is it Sikhs that have Diwali? Hindu, 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 Hindus. I wonder Diwali, if it's yeah. all religions who have their own festival. If it's just an absolute horror show of pressure and stress. Pressure, I reckon it is, yeah, yeah. And do, like, do you have to put up with like, oh, elderly racist relatives coming round and yeah. stuff like that? Is that is that a thing? Yeah. It's... Again, you know, with, with their sort of, you know, um, out, outdated views on, on things like the partition or something, I don't know. Well, so. I'm, I'm <laughs> fearing like younger members of the family now coming in with their woke leftist views. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't yeah, stuff that like, turkey. Yeah. Don't oppress that turkey. That turkey. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Is that where you, fi- you find that your views haven't changed but the world has shifted around you and suddenly you are the problematic one? Do you know what I find? Is that, is that I thing? find what? I didn't have views on loads of stuff. Um, I just yeah. didn't have yeah. them because I didn't didn't feel like expert enough. I didn't know about lots of things that were happening. Only what you saw on the news, uh, and also it was boring and who cared. And 
uh, all the way through like the rave scene, everything was like about peace and love and all the way through the eighties, women are equal and I love the Smiths and all that stuff. And now for holding those kind of views, you're an absolute, it's not enough. You need to be, I just feel like, oh, okay. I feel like I, I am ridiculously outdated because I don't think that if there's a Tory on your street, you should throw petrol bombs at his house and stuff. I just yeah, think, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. It makes me like right wing now, just by, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just by broadly saying that, well, maybe you know, everyone maybe should have an people, opinion. Alternative, maybe alternative views um, are acceptable. Yes, you know, to have yes. even if you don't agree with them. You know, Do you so. know what I love about the one? I was thinking about this only the other day, and I think this is something we should all adopt. Um, every case on its merits, which is wonderful. And that's what yeah. the whole basis of the law is built around. It you do not just get put in a box. You do you know there are there are offences you can have committed, but you have a right to be heard, and your case will be judged individually, not a, as in oh you've been accused of theft, you are guilty of theft. This is the sentence. It's every case on its yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and I think that's great. And I also think it's great that appropriate sentencing um, is. Also, if you are found guilty of something, like say you're found guilty of theft, uh, you'd probably get a fine. Uh, or if it's like a third offence, you might go to prison. If it's a huge offence, you might go to prison. But it'll still be appropriate. You won't like go into Sainsbury's, nick a bottle of whiskey, and that's it for 15 years, 20 years, yeah. you go to prison. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it yeah. just feels like those concepts are the measure of a... I don't know a, a civilized society and a good way to yeah, think and I a good say, yeah good like tenants to to hold tenants to hold yourself up by and go oh somebody's done this that lady said that eighty year old lady said something that she shouldn't really say anymore even though when she was probably thirty that was probably the polite way to say it maybe she yeah, doesn't yeah. need to be stoned to death maybe but it was a witch yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm. I don't know. I've got a little now, anyway. So <laughs> I'll try this out. I'll see if there's a pensioner in Lidl, and I'll just say to her, well, "Could you describe those people over there and see what she says?" <laughs> I won't. I won't do that. Um, right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs>